Welcome, and thank you for listening to this episode of Leaps and Bounds. I'm your host, Tom Bash, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you conversations with some of the most successful CEOs, sales leaders, and home improvement professionals. When I started in this industry 20 years ago, tearing off roofs, I had no idea about what went into making a home improvement business successful. Now, having met with thousands of contractors, helping them adopt technology, and watching them grow, I'm excited to invite them on to share what's made them successful, what they're doing today to stay ahead of their competition, and the advice they have for others. On today's episode, I'm joined by Tim Kiefer, digital marketing leader at Owens Corning. We'll talk about Tim's digital philosophy, people, process, and technology, what a typical tech stack looks like, and what he sees as the core components every contractor should have. We'll also discuss how to identify technology solutions, the keys to getting buy-in, and what Tim sees coming in the future. Well, let's get this show started. Hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, Tom, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on your podcast. Absolutely, really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I usually start these podcasts off by asking contractors, like, how'd you get into roofing or siding or windows, whatever trade they may be in? Uh, you're a little different. You're not uh, doing the trade. Uh, you're helping others in the trade. So I'd love to know how you got uh, into this uh, environment with uh, Owens Corning and how uh, how you're helping contractors. Yeah. So first, before we get started, I'm sure the contractors listening are like, oh, no, it's this manufacturer <laughs> that's going to be on this podcast. We're going to hear nothing but buy our shingles the whole time. But that's that's not why I'm here. And that's not what we're going to talk about. But uh, but yeah, so I've been with OC for, uh, man, like 25 years. Uh, I came from distribution, actually, way back in the day. Okay. worked for a company called Norandex, yeah. which became Norandex Reynolds. That then got bought by OC and I moved in to uh, OC back then. And uh, I was in IT for like 20 years, like two decades. And then I moved over to the digital side and uh, been living the digital life ever since. And it's been pretty cool. Well, you were in IT before it was cool to be in IT. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, when, right. When, you know, the, the nerd you'd kick into the the, the uh, lockers, like I was that nerd, right? So, yeah. That's uh, funny. No, I mean, it's... Um, no, I mean, I, I joke about that, but it's, it, yeah, it's, IT has really come a long way. Like, um, and I mean, this industry is really starting to feel it, right? I think over the past three or four years, things have really started to ramp in terms of tech in, in roofing. So it's, it's been a cool ride. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coupled with the experience you have, I mean, this is like a, a perfect storm, right? Where the, the industry that you serve is now, uh, you know, adopting technology at a really fast pace. It's, it's great to see. Um, and I think, you know, if I trace back sort of my roots in the industry and, and look back to maybe 2008, uh, it was really like, you know, a third party could measure a roof. And for me, that was like, holy cow, you know, like we were already <laughs> looking at things like Excel, right, to do estimates. And that was, that was pretty cool. Um, but to have a company like Eagleview back in 2008, I guess, was when I was first interest, intro, introduced to it, uh, along with uh, pictometry. Uh, that to me was like revolutionary and like, wow, what is this? You know, I don't think it up on a roof anymore. This is amazing. And sort of fast forward, you know, 13 years now to see kind of where the industry has evolved to. It's it's really cool. So that's that's awesome that you've you know been a part of that uh, journey and riding can really see how it's uh, ramped up even since then. Yeah, awesome. it's yeah, it's um yeah, like I said, like you know, it's it's a learning exercise, right? I think that's one of the fun things about 
the digital world is things are always changing and there's always new things to try out. And, you know, if they don't work, you throw them away, right? You start out with something else, right? Um, but I think the roofing industry is an industry that's just ready for innovation and ready for tech to help some of the man, more manual processes, right? And yeah. actually that's what, that's what Leap's about. So, yeah. I mean, I know that you guys are focused on that too. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm glad you brought that up. I'd love to talk a little bit more, uh, maybe even just briefly, but you know, uh, Owens Corning and Leap have a great relationship have for, for at least a number of years now. Um, you know, I'd love to understand, uh, you know, Owens Corning partners with, with a lot of innovative and really good technology to help contractors, which, which I think is great. Uh, Leap being one of them. Love to know, maybe if you can give us a little backstory on how you, how you got uh, introduced to Leap and, you know, maybe what you saw in Leap and, and where the partnership is today. Yeah, hopefully contractors not hitting the skip button now. So don't Absolutely. hit that skip button yet, guys. <laughs> Listen, I say in the pitch. Brief, brief. I'm not pitching you on Leap. <laughs> I'm not pitching you. So, um, all right. So how how do we get uh, hooked up with, with Leap? So, yeah, we have, a, OC has a bunch of partners in uh, what we call business services. And some of those are digital, right? We have partnerships with some of the big guys. And I'm not going to mention, I'm going to try to not mention names uh, on the podcast here. You guys can, if you're interested, go look at owenscoring.com and you can go find the stuff, right? Okay. Um, but in terms of Leap, look, I'm always on the lookout for, and I've got a guy on my team named Dave Bannis, who also does a lot of research on, spends, wakes up every day thinking about tools for contractors. And anyway, we, we're looking out for new technology that's coming out. I'd say we do about one call a day, I'm sorry, one call a week with different technology companies, trying to find who are the right folks out there, who are we partnered with, who are we, who are we not partnered with, um, and, and just looking at the innovation that's going on out there. And I was at IRE, I think it was about three years ago, and there was this little booth and this this kind of nerdy looking guy who had a little <laughs> bit of a sales side to him and this, you know, uh, East Coast, you know, kind of rough around the edges, taller guy. And turns out it was Steve Stencil and Walker Matthews, who yep. two big names within Leap. Anyway, um, you know, I was at IRE and basically one of the things I like to do at IRE is flip my badge over and then just walk up to the tech booth and just say, hey, you know, tell me what you guys got going on here. And, um, and so, you know, they started to talk to me about what Leap was and what it did, a sales tool uh, for in-home selling, end-to-end process. And what, what and so and you kind of get some of those. There's, there's, there's other companies that do that out there. But what really hooked me in was, one, the depth of all the stuff. Like you could literally do a full in-home sales pitch with financing and contracting and change orders and, and everything else. And then it was like it integrates with all these other companies and half of the names we already had like relationships with because they're great tools. And it was like, wow, you got, you, you've like really thought through this. And then I found out more about like how Steve wrote it as being a sales guy. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah. okay. Cause we hear that sometimes too, where these contractors will be like, you know, Hey, I can start a software company and they get this idea and they kind of get it started, but it never kind of makes it past the hump. Right. It's a good point. Yeah. And Steve had nailed it. And, uh, and ever since, yeah, it was like, okay, I got to find out more and made some trips out to Baltimore and, and, uh, did that. And yeah, it's been, it's been a great ride. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's interesting. Like, how do you, how do you come about to evaluating technology? Does it come from, like you said, like shows? Or, I mean, do you? I imagine you have contractors too that are like, hey, you should check this out. Does that come up too, or, or is it more, uh, you know, you're trying to keep a pulse on on the industry? It's. I'd say it feels like today there are some established players, and you guys can come up with the names, right? You know those names, right? Your tier one, you know, guys out there, yeah. um, companies out there, and 
it's more about knowing, keeping a pace of where they're going, what they're doing, how they're innovating with their products. But it's just as much in our industry that seems like there's new players a lot. So finding out those new roofing specific players, but then also like small business, right? Like there's a lot of like small business and construction companies that uh, technology companies, right? That are, that are at that small business markets that have some pretty interesting solutions for us to go look at too. So, and it's, it's, it's a combination of things and it comes from lots of different places. Sometimes it'll come from contractors. Sometimes it'll come from our sales team that's out in the field that hears about things. Uh, but hey, I love it. Any way we can get kind of that hint about, hey, there's something going on over here, something you may want to take a look at. There's something brewing. We, we yeah. dive into it. Yeah, we, we check it out, man. Yeah. And you can tell by the way, like uh, that I'm talking about it. Like this is an area we're really excited about, right? Like, the, like it is real. Like technology is coming to this industry. If you're not on it already, like you need to start getting there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really is. Uh, I'd love to kind of talk about your digital philosophy. You know, how do you think about technology in the you know, digitalization uh, for contractors? Yeah. So the way I think about things is a, a three-legged stool, and it's People, process, and technology. Those are the three legs of the stool. And they work together to, to make something special happen, to make the magic happen, right? That vision everybody gets about, hey, oh, wow, things are going to be great. We're going to grow the company. We're going to take out all this waste. Well, it takes those three things to happen. And I've found through my years in IT and in digital that people often get really attracted to that technology leg really fast. And they haven't spent the time on the process side specifically and that's where the, the legs of the, of the stool start to fall apart. Like you, you can't put technology on a broken process. It makes a fast mess is all yeah. it does, right? Yeah. Uh, and so the, my, if I have advice for contractors, if, if you haven't really mapped out your process and really had a good operating rhythm, you got to figure that out first. And then you're ready to put some systems on top of it. And now those, some of those systems can create new possibilities for your process, but you got to have a smooth run and operation to begin with and then take the next step. And usually on the people stool, if, if, you know, if you're out there looking at technology and you're excited about it, chances are you've got that, a little bit of that nugget of people, at least in the leadership of it. So that's good, but you got to get your team behind it. If the team isn't behind it, it doesn't matter, right? You got to get people to buy in to the vision that you're trying to create. And then it's technology, right? I mean, the technology, you're going to have to pick a good, good supplier. Um, and, you know, but more cases than not, it, things, projects don't fail because of the technology. They fail because of the process and they fail because of the people. Right. Yeah. I think technology acts as that uh, accelerant, right? For, for better or for worse, uh, can help uh, uh, show what good processes and people can do. And it can also do the opposite where uh, you don't have the right processes in place. Uh, exactly. I'd love to, love to know what, in your uh, perspective, what does a typical tech stack look like for, for a contractor? Yeah, so that's a term we've started using uh, in OC, so I'm glad you used it, is, is a tech stack, right? And yeah. it's the layers of pieces that you put on top of each other. Um, you know, often when you're out shopping for software, it's like, okay, it's this specific little silo, and that's not the right way to think about it. You have, you have to think about how do all the pieces fit together, because that's how you get, like I said, the magic to happen. Um, and typically, you know, uh, you know, if you're thinking about where do I start and this is, can be kind of a checklist for contractors. I mean, clearly you got to have ability to do accounting, right? Like that's like the core of your business is like, are you able to financially and accurately report how you're doing? So that's like step one. And then from there you, I'd say the next big piece is CRM and 
some contracts are at different stages of CRM. Some don't have any, right? They're using the whiteboard and that's that works for them. Um, other folks are all into a CRM, right? Or they're on their second or third CRM that they've been through some iterations. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to growth and really taking that next step, it, I mean, if you think about it, you know, some contractors really struggle to grow when they're at that whiteboard stage. And it, because the like the whiteboard runs out of space and like, like where can I put the next uh, inspection we got to go do? We, we can't right. fit it on the whiteboard. You go big, buy a bigger whiteboard. No, you buy a CRM solution. Right. And that's what helps you because the CRM is really what's going to do everything from running your leads through handing off to production and, you know, any callbacks and I mean, all that stuff runs through your CRM. So that's the next part of your core. It's like your nervous system of your business. So I'd say that would be next. Uh, and then from there, you can, it becomes more market specific and because, you know, roofing is a local business, right? And all the markets are different. Right. Uh, if you're more of a storm market, there's obviously things like Xactimate that become super important. Uh, if you're looking on the retail side, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, canvassing or in-home selling, or there's lots of different options uh, for how you, where you go from there. Um, clearly we thought that the, in-home selling piece of it, right? Or the virtual selling part of it uh, with, right, with Leap and our today. partnership with Leap was, is a big deal. And, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't do you any good to generate tons of leads if you can't close them. And we've seen, you know, both from, it's been mentioned on your podcast before, right? The professionalism that um, software can help bring Absolutely. Uh, and consistency and, and taking out of waste. So. Yeah. I, I think, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of fear in adopting new technology. Um, it's sort of just, folks can get scared of the change, you know, not knowing what to expect. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but I have over the last, I'd say almost a year now that we've been sort of in this pandemic, a lot of contractors kind of had their arms twisted into, I need to get some kind of technology for whatever process it may be. Um, and they've had to embark on that change. And, and they're realizing that hey, this isn't as bad as I thought it'd be, uh, which I think is really encouraging for the, for the market and the industry in a whole. Um, but what do you see or what do you say to contractors that are scared to take that jump or that, that gosh, I didn't want to use the pun leap, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but when folks are looking to adopt new technology, uh, mm-hmm. how do they overcome those fears of, of the unknown and of change? Yeah, I, I am, I'd hope that most people leading roofing companies aren't very afraid just as a foundational principle, I think to be an entrepreneur, man, you, you got to have some, you know, a bit of uh, not afraid of anything about going on, right? Like, cause you, cause you had, I mean, at least if you started your own roofing company, right? Like you, you've got a lot of grit to you. Um, and I, I think that, you know, taking that same approach of, you know, being able to want to dive into what might be unknown to you, but having the vision to see how you're going to get there, I think is, is the magic that I think that entrepreneurs bring to the table. And so I think that's something that a lot of roofers will have. And if they think about it as, well, this isn't really any different than me going into a new line of business, or maybe this isn't any newer to me than actually when I started my roofing company. And so you know, just getting over that first mental hump of, yeah, we're going to go do this, right? Because as I said with your people, you're going to have to sell it, right? You're going to have to, you have to demonstrate from the top, the leadership of, yeah, this CRM thing, we're going to go do it. And here's what it's going to look like. Here's like, not from a bells and whistles, but here's where it's going to take us, right? It's going to make all of our jobs easier. We're going to work together better as a team, right? All the benefits that uh, a solution like that'll give you. Yeah. I think it's a uh, visionary leadership, right? Showing, showing folks where, where it can take them. Uh, you've probably heard this uh, like I have, where 
hey, we've been we've been this successful for this long without it. You know, why do we need to to make this change or this you know improvement? What you know, what good is it going to do us? We've been this successful. Uh, what do you say to, to contractors that that have that maybe mentality of you know why fix it? It's not broke. Yeah, it's a great question. I think I mean things like COVID don't happen very often, right? So there's not right. the many of those um, sudden events that happen. Obviously, contractors that had technology up and running from a pretty sophisticated place were more ready for something like uh, COVID when it happened. But um, I think even if even outside of events like that, if you, th- I think there's usually two kind of avenues that contractors are looking to go with their business. Either and I'm, I know I'm generalizing here, so but but you, you hopefully the listeners may find themselves in one of these two buckets. One is I want to grow this thing, right? I want to get I want to get big, yeah. And to get big, you need efficiency, right? And um, th- so that's one piece. And I think that that avenue is pretty clear to people that they're gonna need technology to to get that scale. The other group, the other uh, group of contractors, I would say it would be what, what are sometimes termed lifestyle contractors, right? Where it's, Hey, this is my family business. Um, I just want to pass it on to my kids. Uh, and I want to kind of keep the same size, right. And I want to have a good life and that's cool. Rock on. Right. And technology can actually help you have a, you know, almost a better life. And Stencil actually made a note of this, right. On his earlier podcast, he he had, he quoted, um, a contractor who told him I got my weekends back. And I thought that was powerful. And it's yeah. like, okay, so that can, is what technology can enable too, of a freedom, right? Not just for you, the owner, right? But for your team, right? And so now your, your team is better engaged and more excited to come to work every, I mean, like, just like all the goodness that can happen from there too. So I, I think about it in those two sides, there's probably some other types and contractors that may not find themselves in either one of those buckets. And I'd actually be really curious to find out like kind of some other models of, of um, how they're thinking about the future of their company. Um, but I think it kind of falls into those two pieces. Yeah, that's absolutely. I, I'd, I'd agree with that too. Yeah, I'd be curious if, if folks do have uh, uh, something else that they want to share with us, please do. Love to love to hear and expand upon it. Um, so, you know, I think we're all in agreement that technology can help a, help a company, right? Regardless of, of which way they want to go. What's your recommendation for evaluating new technology? If I'm a contractor and I've identified, uh, you know, this is a, a deficiency in our business, there's technology out there that can help us. You know, what's the best way to go about, you know, evaluating that? Yeah, step one is, does it do what you need it to do? <laughs> and, sure. and you just got to dig in, right? You just got to, you know, get your team member that's working on that function, right? That's your sales leader or it's your ops person or... Yeah, who, whoever is the skilled expert in that and do the demos, right? Do the one-on-ones, do the webinars. You just got to dig in and that's not the fun stuff, right? That's, but it's, but it's the due diligence. Um, and, you know, to give a little shout out, if you, if you, if you're a member of a manufacturer's program, they have recommendations for you, right? To help you figure that out. So, um, but anyway, um, I, I, so after you have that box checked of, does it do what I need it to do? I think the next part, it goes back to that stack discussion we were having, right? Where it does it hook up to everything else I'm using so that I can all work together because you don't want to have someone spending all their day re-entering, you know, name, address, phone number over and over again in all these different systems. Plus you want stuff to just flow. You just want, you know, as things go from one step to another, that it flows on through the process. 
Uh, the other angle that I'd, I'd ask people to start to take a look at is how does it help the homeowner and customer experience? How does it help them? Because ultimately, that's what's going to drive the success is that that word of mouth, that referral lead that everybody wants, um, that feedback loop that you can get from the homeowner and how your business is doing. Like all that stuff is super important. So seeing it through the eyes, not just of your operations and your growth motivations, but also from the experience of the homeowner. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, obviously, you know, homeowners' expectations, I think, are rising in the market. Uh, you know, there's a lot of really innovative contractors that are doing great things out there, leveraging technology, um, whether it's on the back end or consumer facing, right? They recognize the efficiencies that are gained uh, from utilizing those uh, different software and services out there. Um, but also, uh, you had mentioned um, you know, finding a solution that works well with others. And I think that can sometimes be hard to do when you're just going about, maybe it's your first uh, CRM and you're you know, ready to take on that challenge of, of uh, introducing technology into your business. And you're not sure yet what you're gonna do from this point, right? Whether yeah. You're not sure what uh, you know, measurement provider you're gonna use or what uh, finance company you're gonna use or what uh, marketing you know, you're gonna leverage or you know, all these different things. Um, you know, I think that for some contractors that can be a little overwhelming, right? To think that far down the road of, uh, you know, does this solution integrate or, you know, play well with others? Um, is there any advice you have for contractors that aren't sure, you know, what they should be looking for? Um, and, and obviously not like, you know, specific as to uh, who they integrate with, but just, I guess, you know, are they open to, to those things? Do they have APIs? And, and maybe folks aren't, aren't uh, familiar with, with what an API is and, Maybe you can explain that a little more, but you know, what, what do they look for? Yeah. So the first thing I would do, okay, this is, so we're, we're past that check. We've checked the box. The system is going to do what we want it to do. Right. So now we're looking at, okay, is it going to work with the other stuff I needed to work with? And if you don't have a lot of stuff in place today um, and you're not sure what your future is going to lead to, that's actually, that's okay. Um, if you look at the, so just as a simple check, right, go to the their website and see what their integrations page shows, right? Are there a lot of logos on there, right? The more logos and the more <laughs> openness they're showing is a good indicator. And if they don't have that, ask, right? It's important to ask, well, tell me what, other, what else you integrate with. What other systems do you work with? And um, if you get a, well, we're working on someday we might, okay, that's not a good answer, right? If here's the list, right? And bang, 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 bang. Here's all the stuff we work with. That's a good, that's a good answer. You can have some confidence in that. I mean, I mentioned, so a couple other options. I mentioned, um, you know, the manufacturer programs, like those are usually evaluated to make sure they work with other things. Yeah. Um, I know one manufacturer that makes sure all their stuff works together. Um, the other way to, the, the other option I would say is talk to other contractors. Um, and if, if you're comfortable, you know, one in your market, but if not, you know, find, go look up a roofer that you've heard of, or you respect, or, you know, the name in the market, in the industry and reach out to them. Maybe one of the other people that have been on your podcast, right? Usually roofers want to see each other be successful. Right. And so if you, you give somebody, you know, a call that, that, you know, has their, their stuff together and you want some advice from them, reach out. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd also, uh, I think another good point there to, do, to what you had mentioned is when you are looking for that first piece uh, of software, and, and if it's a CRM, it's a good place to start. Uh, they often uh, have recommendations on other uh, ancillary services that they partner with. And that's another, you know, good avenue to go once you've, you know, maybe uh, taken that first uh, dip into technology, 
they can then help recommend other solutions for areas and, and problems that uh, you may be looking to overcome with technology. I know personally, you know, we'll, we, uh, you know, Leap doesn't, uh, I'll say solve like a lead gen problem, right? But if a contractor has, uh, is interested in, in that aspect of their business, we have partnerships and, and can refer to other companies that, uh, you know, we feel um, align with us. And, and all companies have those type of partnerships. And so if you are looking for technology, um, you know, those are great places to go as well for referrals and for uh, uh, other solutions that can help you. Yeah, just to build real quick. So there's you mentioned API, right? So just to nerd out a little bit. Okay, let's let's put on our <laughs> propeller hats, right? So, um, so there's a couple things I would kind of advise people to take a look at. So an API is how systems talk to each other. It stands for application programming interface. Uh, and the, no, this is not rehearsed. Like Tom and I did not rehearse what we're going to talk about or not. So well, there'll be a you, quiz after this. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's how. That's basically the way two systems talk to each other and exchange data. Uh, so and, and so that's that's like a key way thing to look for or a term to maybe be on have, be on the lookout for. Um, an example of another way to go about exchanging information, there's a kind of new technology, kind of not called Zapier. Uh, so I, I said I wasn't going to introduce company names. And actually, I have no really, Owen Scorning has no relationship with Zapier today. So, you know, nothing uh, um, from a business services perspective. And, but it, it, that's a way to exchange information between two systems, right? So you, you don't have to connect um, solution A to solution B, you connect solution A to Zapier. Then you connect solution B to Zapier and they're able to talk to each other. If you've ever heard of if this, then that, that's another solution that's out on the internet um, for connecting whatever two things on the internet together. Like every time I post something to Facebook, post it to Twitter too. It can do things like that. Um, so that's like an example of integration and APIs and yeah. Okay. Let's put the propeller hat. Tom's giving me a look like put the propeller hat away, Tim. That's great. I, I you know, I, I can nerd out in it as well. And, and uh, I try not to, I try to keep a, a very, um, like 30,000 foot view of these things enough to be dangerous, but I, I let the, the smart folks, uh, you know, work with that as long as I can understand that, you know, a connects to B we're good, you know, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that, that's really helpful for sure. Uh, you know, are there, I'd love to get uh, your take on like maybe what you see as technology in the future that could be coming to help contractors out. Is, is a, there a trend you're noticing? Yeah, that's a great question. Great question. Um, there's there's a lot of things that uh, we're looking at. Um, so, you know, everything. Basically, think about digitizing all of the roofing process. And right now, we're we're working with Point Solutions and how do they connect together. And I think that's super important. And I think that's going to continue. Is all those things that um, don't have a technology solution for. I think I think eventually eventually will. Um, I think hope, and I think they'll all be done eventually pretty well. I think the first, you know, things you see out of the gate are sometimes never the best solutions, but they mature and they get better. So I think, um, and I know that's a really vague answer. Um, I think, you know, what the biggest trend I think we're going to see is more of what I call that, you know, when I brought up that customer focused homeowner orientation, how do we make it easy for, um, the homeowner to see the benefit of the technology too. So for, as a, for instance, right? Like my, I, I sign on the con dotted line, I, my contract's in place. Right. Um, and next step is like my materials got to get ordered and my crew's got to get scheduled. Right. Well, that happens in usually in your CRM or in your whiteboard. 
Well, let the homeowner know, hey, we, you know, as that, you could do this automatically, right? Through a trigger in your CRM that when it goes to product ordered that, hey, your product has been ordered through distribution. No, that's okay, cool. Didn't, right? Like that's an, as a homeowner, you kind of go, well, why would they care? Well, I know it's moving along, right? I know I'm not just stuck in this black hole of I'm got six weeks on your backlog and I have no idea when my roof's going to get installed, right? You're showing progress. You're showing transparency. And I think things like that, that open up and make it less mysterious. I think things like that are going to really um, be helpful in the industry. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I've heard a similar uh, trend in communication between contractor and homeowner. And, and like you mentioned, you know, kind of during that dark zone or that period and when the job sold to when it's produced and especially just given the different, uh, just the climate we're in, right? With dealing with COVID and different uh, uh, maybe distribution and material things, we're uh, trying to align all those and, and even the weather and, just, you know, when is that project going to happen? So uh, keeping those lines of communication going, I could see where, where some automation there would, would certainly be helpful uh, to streamline that process. Um, is, is there any other technology that you're seeing that uh, you think is um, going to, I don't want to say uh, take over the industry or the market, but anything that's going to, anything else you see that's going to help uh, contractors as they're um, looking to grow? Yeah, I think, um, so one of the things that's, that's I'll, I'll, I'll throw one out there that I'm just starting to look at now, watch now, my competitors are going to jump on this and start to look at it too, but um, one thing that I'm a little bit interested in, and I'm not, I'm not sure if this is how valuable this would be or not, but it's something I'm interested in taking a look at is um, solutions like Uber Eats, right? Like, um, so today, like if you're, if you're hungry, you can hop on Uber Eats and grab lunch and bang, it gets delivered to your DoorDash or whatever, right? You, you guys have used these before, I think, right? Especially now with COVID going on. Well, what about, so what about, hey, I need another roll of underlayment, right? Can someone run it out to me? Well, now someone's got to drop whatever they were doing work on it. And I think there's some solutions in play out there that, you know, they'll run out to the distributor for you and they'll deliver it out for you, right? So, yeah. um, well, you know, so I think there might be some stuff within the gig space and gig labor that could be interesting. Um, and so I, I, and I don't know how deep that'll go if it's just in logistics and delivery, or if there's actually something within, you know, the, the hammer on roof side, right? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it, that's an interesting space. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've, uh, you know, personally, I've seen a lot of, um, uh, growth in the, uh, finance space and whether it's from, you know, enhancements in, in, you know, um, uh, applications or marketplaces or what what have you. I think insurance is an interesting, I'm sorry, not insurance, uh, financing is an interesting uh, component. And, you know, I think it's it's underutilized in, in the roofing uh, space. Uh, do you think that that may expand, you know, maybe not this year or, or next year, but in the next five years, 10 years, uh, you know, I, I understand it's really low in, in roofing and, you know, some other trades like HVAC and Windows, it can be 50 to 75% of their business is financing. Um, do you think that technology has a role to play there that can maybe help that? Well, clearly technology can make the credit app and signing process easier, right? So just the, the operations of financing, um, I think digital and tech definitely has a play. Uh, in fact, you know, Leap and ProSell they, they do that, right? It's built into the app to help make that happen. Um, you know, the, it's a little, the, 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 I think one of the things that gets kind of in the way 
with offering financing is the math, right? It takes longer to do all the calculus and, and then make sure there's a, either no dealer fee and you're picking the right thing or making sure you're, you're still making money on the deal with the dealer fee. And I think solutions that help you calculate that and make sure you're still good and the price that you're quoting out to the homeowner, I think that's important. Uh, yeah. And so I, I think, and again, not to puff it up too much, and, uh, is, you know, obviously Leap and ProSell do those things for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. Just taking the the sort of scariness of it of it out of there, I think can can help. And and you know, like I said, even outside of, of Leap and ProSell, there's a lot of great things happening within the space uh, that are trying to make that I think easier for uh, contractors to adopt and leverage because that's the way homeowners are buying. You know, we're buying everything. I, I pay a monthly payment for my Netflix <laughs> account. I've got my car payment. Everything's in a payment. And uh, I think you know, for for homeowners to have the option to make a payment to get a new roof. Uh, is, is probably the way that a lot of them want to to buy. Yeah, we have a, a part of our website, so owenscorning.com. Um, you know, it, you know, people often go, who's going to go to the manufacturer website? Oh, believe it or not, quite a few folks go to our website, and uh, we have a we have a piece on financing, and it does get a bunch of traffic, and it's people that are interested in other options rather than out, you know, laying out twelve grand for a new roof. Right, it's, it can be a big deal. Absolutely. Um, and so they're looking for other options. And yeah, we get a, quite a bit of volume there. Uh, and, you know, and, uh, and to, you know, not to talk about OC the whole time, on our contractor locator, we do have, you know, with contractors that do offer financing too. And that helps homeowners pick between different contractors. Well, Tim, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the floor here for a minute because, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up here in a couple of minutes. Um, but love to know from you, uh, certainly uh, selfishly, I'd love to know, but I'm sure our contractors do as well. What is OC, you know, doing to help contractors from a technology standpoint? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got a gist of where I was going before with everything else I've mentioned in terms of technology to help contractors grow. Um, and OC has a good suite of solutions that are out there that can help contractors from everything from their CRM solution to their sales solution to their canvassing solution. I mean, we've got a whole suite of stuff to help contractors in that journey. But look, it doesn't end there, right? OC's got uh, solutions to help you in training your teams uh, and getting them up to speed um, in terms of installation techniques, uh, sales techniques. We have a lot of good material on the training front. And so I, I really think we got a good portfolio of uh, ways to help contractors uh, to grow. Awesome. Well, as we wrap up, uh, is there any last advice you have for contractors? I know this is typically the the season where they are uh, considering making those technology um, improvements or enhancements. Uh, you know, anything for them as they're as they're doing their evaluation and they're looking to implement technology. Any advice you have? Yeah, I would I would bounce back to that discussion we were having around you know the the grit to, to give it a try, right? Uh, and that that fearlessness and creating a vision for your team and, you know, going after it. I think and unless you are willing to stand up and say, we're going to make a change and we're going to make our company more efficient and we're going to grow that, you know, it's not going to happen by itself. Right. And uh, so it's going to take the, the company leader to make that happen. Absolutely. And I'll add, you know, I mentioned implementation. That's a big piece that I think sometimes gets left out. A lot of these technology solutions uh, require that you invest the time into, uh, you know, implementing them within your business. And uh, by doing so, they're going to be even more rewarding. Uh, so I, I definitely encourage you to make sure that you, you do allocate that time to, to seeing it through and, and making it successful. Absolutely. Awesome, Tim. Hey, really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, really excited about uh, you know our partnership, obviously, but also uh, the value that, that you bring to, to our contractors. So appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Tom. 
Well, that'll do it for today's show. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of Leaps and Bounds. If you did, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review and subscribe to the podcast. We look forward to bringing you more exclusive conversations with some of the most successful home improvement leaders. If you're interested in learning more about Leap, be sure to check us out at leapdigital.com or follow us on our social channels. Until next time, see ya.